Catholic commentary. Spiritual warfare. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Jesus 911. Happy New Year. Jesus 911 with Jesse and Anita. Yep. And also the Happy Holy Octave of Christmas yes, and New Year's. Years. Yes. Yes, yes. It's going to be a great year. I'll tell absolutely you why. Because every is. year that passes, we're closer to the second coming of Christ. Absolutely. And that's something to celebrate. Oh, come uh, on. Yes. Are you kidding me? Every birthday Homecoming. is a celebration. People say, oh, you're turning another year. No, we're getting a closer one year to closer Jesus. to Christ. Yeah, absolutely. because look at two things are going to happen. Yeah. You're getting closer to your death, which if you die in a state of grace, yep. that's going to be homecoming. Even if you go through purgatory, that's yes. still, you're on your way home. You're on your way home. Or every year that passes is closer to the second coming of Christ. It's a win-win situation Absolutely. For, for us the, that believe. For those that believe, situation. there's no fear, no yes. fear in death. Nothing but nothing, yes. just, a, uh, just something to look forward to. Hey, today's the Feast of St. Thomas Beckett. Pray for us. An incredible bishop that stood against the government of his time, yes, the English tyrannical government, mm -hmm. and he was killed celebrating mass. Holy Mass. Mm -hmm. Killed yeah. at Mass. St. Thomas Beckett, pray for us. Yes. Uh, and, and also, pray for our clergy. Yes. couple things on the rundown today, unless there's something that you want to mention. Um, no, that no. we're glad to be here. Yeah, we're glad to be here. You're glad to be here, and we're glad you're with us. Yes. I know you're all on vacation, and you're probably taking a respite from any news or any podcasting, but we really appreciate you being with us today. Absolutely. So there's three things that we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about Catholic churches that are mm. consecrated and also yes. desecration. Yes. That's a spiritual warfare topic. Consecrating a church and mm. a desecration of yes. a church. We're also going to be talking about the fact that there's a satanic group, group called the Order of Nine Angels. That's another uh -huh. satanic group out there. They seem to be cropping up. Yeah. And they're uh, endorsing. Endorsing Joe Biden. Biden and Kamala Harris. Hmm. The Biden-Harris ticket. Team. Yeah. Yes. This is a, a group of Satanists, yes. organized group of Satanists called the Order of Nine Angels. So we'll talk about yes. that. Yes. And then at the end, we're going to talk about a liber Christo technique taught to us by Father Chad Ripperger, where, uh, you know, a lot of people go to uh, see somebody and, and they say, can you read my, 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 my palms or mm -hmm. look at a crystal ball and tell me my mm -hmm. future? As Catholics, we have something better than that. We're going to talk about it. Yes, we are. Yeah. Um, stay tuned, but yeah. we're not going to tell you what it Way is. Way better yes. than a crystal ball yes. or somebody reading your leaves <laughs> to tell you the future. We got something way better. And that's going to be in the last segment. Yes, that's going to be the last segment. And so we want you to stay with us. Hopefully you will. Yep. And even if you're driving, turn us on. Yeah. Put your podcast on. Yeah, so let's talk about Catholic Church consecrations and desecrations. Uh, you. Even people that aren't yes. Catholic, they've told me that when they walk into a beautiful Catholic church, they yes. told me, they go, I There's feel a sense of something awe. different. Yes, here. yes. I remember I talked to a guy, and that church wasn't even that beautiful, mm -hmm. Santa Rosa in San Fernando. Yeah. This guy was bringing him some sparkless water, and I was in there praying in front of the Blessed Sacrament. He walked in, he goes, hey, where's the front office? And I said, oh, the rectory. He goes, oh, yeah, I was, I, I'm here to drop some sparkless, or a couple of gallons. And when he walked in, he just stood, he, he was watching me pray. And he looked and he was looking around. And it's not even a real ornate church. No, it's no. not. Pretty and modern. He, yeah. And he said, wow, there's something different here. And I told him, I said, are you Christian? He goes, yeah, I'm an, I'm an evangelical Christian. 
He goes, there's something different mm-hmm. in here. I don't mm-hmm. feel like this. Felt and, the presence of the Lord. Yeah. Didn't and really, then I said. Couldn't recognize it. Though. I said, see that golden tabernacle? Yeah. Yeah. He goes, yeah. I said, have you heard of the Ark of the Covenant? Yeah, of course. That's that golden box where God was present. I said, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. It's here. He goes, yep. what? I said, that golden tabernacle where I was on my knees praying. Mm-hmm. Inside that golden tabernacle, Jesus is in there. See that red light? That's his porch light. Mm-hmm. I go, you feel the real presence of Christ in the church. It's not some symbolic presence. Mm-hmm. It's not just like we sing about him and talk about him and pray to him. Mm-hmm. He's really here. Yep. And, he, and, and he told me, I feel something different. Because I, mm-hmm. I, I delivered to thousands of churches. Mm-hmm. When I walk in a Catholic church, there's always, and he goes, not even Catholic. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So His it, heart is yearning for more. Yeah. His heart is yearning for more and a more, a deeper understanding of God, who God is. Yeah. And I think that's probably what, what he was experiencing. That's just my take. Oh, yeah. And of course, you know? that's the census today. Yeah. That mm-hmm. Even that he has through baptism. Yes, absolutely. God has taken him to deeper, deeper, deeper Deep waters. waters. So Catholic Church consecrations amid desecrations. Mm. The consecration of an altar and the consecration of a church are among the most beautiful ceremonies mm-hmm. in the entirety yes. of the liturgical rites. Yeah. This article is written by Father Raymond D'Souza. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the interior of St. Uh, Peter's Basilica in Vatican City with a brocade canopy over the altar. Yeah, we're looking at it right yeah, now. Yeah, we're it's looking a beautiful at it. Very pretty, beautiful very picture. Pretty. Gorgeous. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it says the church's liturgy mandates that every parish should celebrate as a feast the dedication anniversary of its church building and that every diocese do the same for the dedication anniversary of its cathedral. The dedication anniversaries of the four principal basilicas in Rome are marked in the liturgical calendar for the Universal Church. Here they are. Here they are. Saint number one, Saint Mary Major, and that's uh, celebrate August 5th. Saint John Lateran, that's celebrate November 9th. And that's the official church of the Pope. Yes. Or the Bishop of Rome, yeah. And Saint Peter's and Saint Paul's marked together November 18th. We just had that. As the two princesses of the apostles were united in the life and martyrdom, dedication anniversaries are often not observed. But the church's liturgical calendar, the marking of sacred time, gives a high priority to churches' sacred places. The consecration of an altar and the consecration of a church are among the most beautiful ceremonies in the entirety of the liturgical rites. The celebration of dedication feasts reaches back to the liturgical life given by God to ancient Israel, which was anchored by sacred time, the Sabbath and sacred place, the temple in Jerusalem. It is possible that the dedication of the temple by Solomon, and you can find that in Scripture, 1 Kings chapter 7 and 8, was the most physically extravagant liturgical act in the history of humanity. Hmm. How, how, how seriously does the church take the consecration of sacred places for the right and fitting worship of God? We take it very serious. A clear indication is given when those places are desecrated. Severe consequences follow. Consider the following from recent months. We just had some. Let's take a look yeah. at desecration of churches here. Yes. In September, to... Bishop Wilfred Anagbi mm-hmm. of Makurdi, Nigeria, Suspended all worship and pastoral activities mm-hmm. at St. Peter's Parish after thieves desecrated the Holy Eucharist and stole sacred vessels. Wow. Also, what about in September? Bishop Gerard Burgi of the Diocese of St. Uh, Catherine's, Ontario, requested that Catholics offer prayers 
of reparation, remember reparation, repair the damage, for one month after the tabernacle was stolen from his cathedral and dumped in a canal. He said, the blessed sacrament has been desecrated and our Eucharistic Lord has been harmed at the hands of thieves. When this happens, the church in her wisdom asks that we make reparation, remember, repair the damage, for the harm that has been done. And in October, Archbishop Salvatore Corleone of San Francisco conducted an exorcism at St. Raphael Catholic Church after a statue of St. Junipero Serra was sacrilegiously toppled. Mm, yeah. Also in October, perhaps the most sickening desecration imaginable took place in St. Peter and Paul Parish in New Orleans, where the pastor and two women filmed themselves committing obscene acts on the altar. An enraged Archbishop Gregory Amman ordered that the altar be removed and burned wow. and consecrated a new one for the parish for the parish church the pre, the priest ne, will never know he said the priest will never again be permitted any ministry Amon announced yeah bishop Amon. Yeah, and bishop that's good Amon. i'm yeah, glad the bishop glad. didn't say yeah. oh just get some 409 and just spray right, and stuff right, and wipe it right. off of the rag and we'll continue right, mass right. no no he burned that he thing burned it he burned it. Yes, because that, that altar was used yes. for sodomy. Yep. Okay, yep. I'm just going to say it. I said That's I said a satanic the ritual. Yes. They did a satanic ritual on, on the, the altar. altar. Right, correct. Yes. Following, oh. uh, moving right along, following the terrorist beheading in the Basilica. Yeah. The terrorist beheading in the Basilica of Notre Dame in, in, nice, in Nice, France, in the days leading up to All Saints and All Souls Day, the bishop led a solemn chanting of the... Psalm 129 in the Dewey Reigns Bible, mm -hmm. Psalm 130 in the New American Bible. It's called De Profundis, Out of the, the depths, depths of Our Heart, yep. O Lord, We Cry Out to You. That's a beautiful. Everyone should go after our show, go take a read, read that for maybe for a penance today. Um, yeah. 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 The, the terrorist beheading. I'm, not, I'm trying to remember. Was it a statue that was beheaded? Was no, a, no, it was a, it a was person, actual, right? it was a priest. They killed a priest. Yeah, it was a priest. They beheaded a priest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. In us. recent weeks, there have been desecrations of churches and statues in France, Malawi, the Philippines, Poland, and Argentina. It is a global phenomenon. Well, we know because what's on the rise? Satanism. Satanism. Does that surprise us? And the tool, uh, the tool, the two tool, tools. The tools the two, used. The two tools, tools. The tools, tools. <laughs> the that, two tools that Satan is using right now is Islam. And communism. Yep. I said it. Okay. Pope Benedict said that like 20 years ago. I'm yep. just repeating what he said. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is what Satan is using yeah. right now to promote violence and anarchy. Islam and uh, and, and Marxism. Well, communism. Let's, let's, let's talk about what happened before Christmas. 150 Nigerian Catholics, Catholics were slaughtered. In mass. Okay. So... Uh, there. Yeah. Are they not? Are not? Is uh, the Satan using Muslims? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. They are mm -hmm. not a religion of peace. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They are not a religion of peace. Uh, just as there exists careful rites for the dedication of sacred places, ah, uh, our the lady. cause of our joy. Yes. The cause of our joy. holy cause. Our lady. Our lady. Our lady. Yeah. She breathes. She breathes. Said yes to life. We'll be right back. Our Lady of Water. 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 Our
are back with the prince and the princess right. of our king and the queen. That's right. Right? Yes. That's the order, right? Yeah, King Jesus, Queen <laughs> Mary, Mary, Prince Jess, Just Prince Anita. Anita. And by the way, all of you princess. guys are princess. All of you guys are <laughs> I'm not transgender. Because you're all because you're all royalty based because you're part of the family of the royal family of God. Yes. So every man that's baptized lives in a state of grace is a prince. Yep. Christ is a king. Every woman that lives in a state of grace is a is a princess. Our lady is a queen. Yeah. We're su- we're subjects. We're subject to their kingdom. Yeah. But that's our titles. We're not yep. we're not blobs or or no, tissue or yes. or protoplasm. We're princes, prince and princesses. Yeah, and know who you are. Yes, you are. We are the that's child right. of God ultimately. Yes. Or as yeah. or as I like to tell people, I'm the king's kid. The king's. Kid. I'm the king's kid. <laughs> King's I'd, girl. That, yeah. That's a king's girl. Yeah, I'd rather be the, the, the I'd rather be the kid of the king, king. than I don't know, the leader the, of the world. I'd rather be the king's, king's kid. Right, right. The yeah. king's kid the king's or, kid. The, then, or then, the, then the world leader the slave or something of like the, that. Yeah. the slave of the world. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Hey, we're talking about consecrating yes, Catholic <laughs> churches and desecration of churches. Mm-hmm. We showed you some examples of desecrations. Just as there exists careful rites for the dedication of sacred places. So, too, there are liturgical rituals and pious actions prescribed when those holy places are desecrated to make reparation and purify them again for holy purposes. When sacred places are violated by gravely injurious actions that, in the judgment of the bishop, are grave and contrary to the holiness of the place, it is not permitted to carry on worship in them until the damage is repaired by a penitential rite according to the Code of Canon Law. The other thing I'll mention is, the only place that is holy, but it's not blessed by a bishop, mm-hmm. is Camp Gargano in Italy. Yes. Because oh, wow. the cave was blessed right. personally by St. Michael the Archangel. Mm-hmm. So no bishop has ever even dared say, how wow. am I going to bless this cave? St. Michael already blessed it. Mm-hmm. And so that's the only... But it was dedicated yeah. by the bishop, yeah, right? Yeah, dedicated they did by the dedicated. bishop. And by the way, just, I mean, that's not a bad place to visit whenever you go yeah. to Europe. I'll tell and you if why. Yeah, if that's any place you want to visit, yeah. that would be the place. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you why, because uh, many... Maybe ex- we should start telling our Nergalins to go there. Yeah, many exorcists <laughs> re- recommend their patients go over there, their penitents. Oh, okay. And, and, and the reason is, is because it's, it's, it's widely uh, known and it's widely reported that possessed people that walk in the cave of Camp Garganus and St. Michael the Archangel, the cave that he blessed in Italy, they come out completely liberated because that yeah. place was consecrated and blessed yeah. by St. Michael the Archangel himself. Wow. And so a lot yeah. of people also... That's very deep. Yeah, a lot of people also bring rocks or stones for the cave. Here they are. Yep. Uh, stone from St. Michael the Archangel. Mm-hmm. Pray for us. Let's pray for us. Yep, it's right next to my computer, my St. My Michael stone yes. from yep. uh, the cave. So can't go anywhere without it. Let's go. We continue. Yeah. Just as a soul can be damaged by sin and need restoration through the sacraments. So too, the soul of a sacred building can be desecrated and need a rite of healing for most ordinary Catholics, priests and lady lady alike are who are spared the phenomenon of desecration. Dedication feasts and reparation rituals are reminders for us to honor our own altars and churches. This includes routine things 
like keeping the altar and cluttered with extraneous items, the sanctuary in good order and linens and vessels clean, to thinking about what we put on the altar. An example, some years ago, I was celebrating a wedding in another parish. Right, it's Father D'Souza. This is t- talking. At the rehearsal, I asked the sacristan for a table upon which to sign the parish wedding roster, register and the government marriage license. She replied that the priests there usually do it on the altar. I said that I would permit the parish record to be signed there, but that it was not proper to put Caesar's documents Mm. on the altar of God. I like that. She immediately agreed, and we quickly found a a suitable table. See, there she goes. That was a teaching moment for her. Wow, that was a teaching moment for the priest, priest, from a sacristan. See how you can teach somebody by just saying, well, no, we could do it this way, Mm -hmm. probably better. Always appeal to orthodoxy. Yes, absolutely. By the way, just personally, I I told a layman many years ago. Tell us about that. I won't mention his name. (laughs) We were having a meeting there, and we were in the sanctuary, Mm -hmm. having a little meeting with a priest. Father Ron, rest in peace, he's passed away. Mm -hmm. And one of the laypersons that was there, I mean, he didn't. He just didn't know because he was not catechized. He was not very well catechized. Yeah. But he, he, as we're having the meeting, we're on the we're on the sanctuary, and Father's mm-hmm. showing us some things in the sanctuary. This lay person starts leaning on the altar, like if he's bored or if he's mm-hmm. tired. Yeah. And I told him, "Hey, brother, get your elbow off the altar." He goes, "What?" I said, "Get your elbow off the altar." He goes, "He didn't like that." I told him that because I said in front of a lot of a lot of people, but I didn't mean to embarrass him. He goes, "No," I said, "Get your elbow off the altar. It doesn't belong there." Boy, oh boy. We almost got into a fist fight. We, I, They're in front of the blessed I, sacrament. I, I try to explain to them, dude, this is a consecrated altar. God comes down here. Get your elbow off it. You're not supposed to use it to lean on if you're tired. Uh, yeah, we went outside uh, to the church after the meeting, and a bunch of guys got around him and said, "You, how come you didn't listen to Jess? And then he backed off. He said, what, what? He goes, you're not supposed to put anything, even these late Catholics, you, you don't put anything in the altar. That's where God comes from, heaven to earth. What's the matter with you? Jess was right. And so he, he backed off and he kind of like mm-hmm. shriveled away and went to his car. But I'm just wondering yeah. if what his etiquette is at home, because, you know, we're, we taught, we were taught very on, don't put your elbows on the table. You know, at a, at, at a meal. Yeah, don't put do, your tables, yeah. elbows on the table. And, and, and much less on Jesus' table. Yes, on Jesus' table. table. That, that, I mean, oh he probably wasn't taught yeah, that, he, sure that etiquette like right. we were. And they automatically, we oh. knew not to say, that's not a table. We know it's an altar, but it's just a little bit, you know, obviously, you know, we know where God came down. We don't put our elbows there. And I'll be honest with you, uh, I hate to say it, I'm here's mm-hmm. about my sinful nature. I was ready to get in a fist fight with him. <laughs> If, if that's what it took for him to beat oh it into goodness. him, the fact that you don't put your elbow on the table, and guess what? This is something I'm I'm willing to fight for. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm telling you, yep. but I'm willing to get physical about this. Get your elbow off the table. So mm-hmm. there's my sinful nature. Yep, yep. So uh, mm-hmm. l- l- let's wrap it up with this article here, and and we'll go on to something else that's uh as, it's uh, very politically in yeah. your face. Yes. The last thing I want to say about this is that. Uh, our body's a temple of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And so just like a church can be desecrated, mm-hmm. an altar can de- be desecrated, the body can be desecrated yes. as well. Mm-hmm. We call that desecration by demons, mm-hmm. possession. Yes. And so the priest has to drive out the demons and restore the body to a point where the person now reconsecrates himself back to mm-hmm. God through the sacraments and, yep. and liberates himself from the diabolical. 
and, and there's also, by the way, there's also a ritual for decommissioning tattoos when somebody's defiled their body with tattoos, especially those that are vulgar, profane, and obscene. Uh, the priest uh, decommissions the, the tattoos from any diabolic retaliation and reconsecrates the flesh of the person back to God. Mm-hmm. So that's like also a minor exorcism as well. Yes. So let's yes. talk about now the way the Order of Nine Angels, a satanic group, mm-hmm. another satan, satanic terrorist cult, mm-hmm. they're endorsing who? The Biden-Harris ticket. Unbelievable. 2024. So let's... Whoopee! Uh, yep. So... <laughs> So most individuals, organizations endorse uh, presidential candidates because they think the country will improve in some way if the candidate is elected, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. What happens when a group endorses a candidate because its members believe the candidate will herald in a new dark filled with fear, trembling, and gnashing of teeth. Dark age. The dark age. dark age. Yeah, new yeah. dark age. So who is this group? This group is called the Order of Nine Angels. Uh, yep. Okay? It's a satanic cult founded in the United Kingdom in the 1970s. England has been a problem for us for many years. I, mm-hmm. I, I know yeah. our roots come from the, the European roots. Yeah. But boy, oh boy, England has been a problem. They've given us Aleister Crowley. They've given us the Order of Nine Angels. They've mm-hmm. given us... Uh, you know, uh, Freemasonry. Yep. Uh, so the satanic group that was founded in the 70s, uh, uh, according to a BBC report from 2020, has endorsed the Biden-Harris ticket for the 2024 presidential elections. Not surprisingly, when Satanists endorse political candidates, they do it for all the wrong reasons. And I'm looking at... Uh, there's a, a flyer. Yeah, there's a flyer. It has, it's yeah, on the internet. Yeah, it's on the internet. It says Real Lake Biden Harris. And it has their on the bottom, their the, website at the bottom, WWO. And their insignia. Yeah, and their insignia. Yeah, yeah. It has everything. It just, it's or, an, an yeah. advertisement that they endorse the Biden Harris ticket. Says, Order of Nine Angels endorses Biden Harris 2024, 2024 campaign. Real Lake Biden Harris. Uh, order of nine angels.org. So, okay, okay. so Satanists are uh, endorsing, endorsing Biden Harris. Catholics, did you hear that? Yeah. Huh? Yep. You want to vote for somebody who Satanists endorse? <laughs> I don't know about you. Yeah. Hey, I want to ask you a theological press question here. Okay, so right now they call themselves um, Order of Nine Angels. Mm-hmm. Now, I know there's people who says, wait a minute, I think. I thought I think they're de- aren't they demons? So is it they became the word they were uh, named demons after the fall, or they continue being called angels? Uh, what is what is the theological answer yeah. to that? I know there's people that want to know right. that question. Yeah, these guys are Satanists, yes. and so they worship demons and they co- they co- they cavort with demons. But they're they're using the word angels, angel and I'll tell you why they're to doing it is to confuse people. Christians. Absolutely, because, there was a low hanging fruit. Yes, the low because yeah. remember in, in Catholic Christianity yeah. back in the sixth century, a deacon came mm-hmm. up with the nine choirs of angels. angels right. So they're plagiarizing absolutely the yeah. nine choirs of angels, but they're Satanists. Yeah. But they're taking a Catholic title right to confuse right. the low hanging yeah. fruit Catholic, which are many. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. These yeah. are Satanists, guys. Yeah. Okay. And and one thing, demons, they they they're fallen angels. So what's the nature of a demon? Angelic, 
The demon's nature is angelic. There you not, go. It's there's, not physical. There's a theological answer. Yeah, that's where that's where that's they, where that's they, that's they, where they, they, they that's wordplay. Yeah, for yeah. them. For because them. they'll say, well, yeah. because there, demonic nature yeah, is angelic, angelic, so we're going to call ourselves the nine orders of angels. Yeah, yeah. well, because this is angelology. Yeah, not a lot of people refer. Oh, demon. There's no no demonology. No, no, no. It's we, as Catholics, we study angelology. Angelology. And whatever we and know about demons, demons and angels. Whatever we know about demons is because of angelology. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So, um, and what okay, could be so written off? I hope off, that answered your question out there. <laughs> and what could be written off as a brazen attempt at gaining some cheap notoriety? Order of nine angels, the satanic group, manages manages to paint itself as a kind of fools who utter a prophetic phrase or two before falling into the abyss of eternal fire. So on Wednesday, uh, Order of Nine Angels, the satanic group stated on their website that democracy is failing, worldwide nations are going broke, preparing for war, inundated with refugees, beset by internal refugees. Ruled by career psychopaths, I agree with that, yeah, mm-hmm. and perhaps most ominously elected leaders who are associated with foreign powers, I agree with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. There's more than a little truth in ONA's observation. The world does Up, appear to be have... on the brink. Okay, we got to hold that thought. We're here for a break, a hard break. We'll be right back. Stick yes. around. We'll continue Stay with talking us, about family. this uh, Order well, of Nine Angels. Group. And, their vo- and, and their involvement in politics, Democrat yes, politics. Absolutely, yes. Pray for us. Hey family, we're back. We're back with Jesse and Anita. Talking about uh, the Order of Nine Angels. This is a satanic group started in England, moved over to America. They have chapters out here. Uh, They're endorsing Biden and Harris for for president and vice president re-election. This is a satanic group that's endorsing Biden and Harris. What do you think about that? I know what I think about that. Uh, I wouldn't be on the same side of any issue with Satanists. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know about you. Why? Because I'm a Catholic Christian. You know, it's funny. Aren't they considered a religion, a satanic? I wonder if they are. I don't know if though. I know the temple, uh, uh, the satanic temple is. I'm sure they a are. Religion. I'm sure they got. I thought they couldn't. Uh, if you have a 501c3, you couldn't be involved in politics. It doesn't apply to. It doesn't apply there, the but left. only applies, applies, only to, applies the Catholics. to Catholics. To Catholics, not even Protestants. It doesn't apply to Protestants yep, or Muslims. Yep. Or and you know Satanists. what? I, only Catholics. And I blame us for not for for not following. For following Imagine it because, if all you know, Catholics, just, if we all voted the yes, same, if we all voted right. for the pro-life conservative ticket, we yes. would run the country. We'd yes. run the world. This would be a different country. We'd run Absolutely. the whole country. Yes. We'd run the country with, a, with the gospel values. Yes. But too many Catholics, half, half God, the Catholics family, are brave and liberals. God, family, and faith. That's what we would have. Yeah. Come Un- on, Catholics, let's wake up. Unbelievable. Yes. Uh, Oops, we just and, got, and, and you, we just got triggered. Red, we, got we just got triggered. Right, no, yeah, I did, got, anyways. I, 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 I don't know, triggered. you got triggered. And I'll just... tell you one thing right now. Just <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you because you're my brother and sister in Christ. Yes. When you die, yep. I, you better repent of having... Anytime you've ever voted for a pro-abortion candidate or yeah. pro-homosexual yes. advocate candidate, you're going to see Jesus... And you're going to stand before him in your judgment. And I'm warning you right now, you better repent before you do that. Yeah. Because it's not going to go very well with you at your exit interview. You can't go against God on these issues. You no. can't, Catholics. No, nope, you can't. Take take off the blinders from your eyes and quit voting for the party of death. Because our ultimate goal is to destroy Catholicism, Christianity. Yeah. To, uh, to destroy those followers, all of us. We are the followers of Christ. 
So how is uh, the uh, Satan? Is, uh, the, Satan wants to get to, get to Jesus through us. Yeah, and he uses politics. Just politics. Paragraph four hundred seven yeah. of the Catechism. Mm-hmm. So yeah, go back. only Biden Harris can bring about <laughs> this advancement of history, and therefore the the order of nine angels. This is what they're actually saying on the website. Yeah. We endorse the Biden Harris campaign in two thousand twenty four. Mm. The way things are going, there's a chance the order of nine angels, the Satanists, could be right. The world is on the edge. Wars are brewing. The worldwide immigrant refugee crisis is at a boiling point, And it would appear that we have a president in bed with foreign powers like China. Electing Biden to a second term would be like courting the mother of all disasters. And electing a, pre- uh, a Republican president in 2024, hmm, the article says, might screw up the Order of Nine Angels plan. Yeah, the last thing we want now is one of those, this, this is what they say, one of these Christian Band-Aid do-gooders like Nikki Haley, Vivek Ramaswamy, Chris Christie, Donald Trump, and Ron DeSantis to take over and fix things. That's what they said. Yeah. Ramaswamy's not Christian. He's Hindu. The fact that the Order of Nine Angels fudged it makes the group look like comic book villains more at home on, quote, the adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle, end quote, than on the world stage. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't Some of you don't there. know what that, that cartoon was, but yeah. we do. <laughs> they don't, even know, they don't yeah. even know the difference between a Hindu and a Christian. Yeah, they but don't. he's a man of goodwill, yeah, I'll say right, that. Right, right. Yeah. On the other hand, the group has surfaced in disturbing news reports. This is the Order of Nine yeah, Angels. Yeah, the Order of Nine Angels involving, guess what? Pedophilia. Oh, surprise, and surprise. what? Terrorism. Mm. In 2020, a U.S. Army private, Ethan Maltzer, was indicted by the Justice Department on charges of sending details about his unit's movement to the group, which was planning to attack the American soldiers. So that's terrorism. See, they're involved in terrorism. Terrorism and treason. Treason. Maltzer was sentenced. Yeah, this Army private was sentenced in March to 45 years in prison. Good. And that was reported by the ABC Yeah, news. they usually used to kill people yes. before mm. World War II. Yeah, um, they need to go back to that, yeah, but that ain't going to happen. Yep. Yeah. Should the Order of Nine Angels get its wish for the end of history, its members and all unhinged evildoers will get free tickets on a fast train to hell. Hmm. In the meantime, Christians would like to go on living, preferably in a working representative republic with the traditional American values, which are what? God, family, and country. There are a lot more Christians and Satanists in America. There's still hope if they vote old Joe right out of office. Absolutely. Yep. So the Order of Nine Angels, who are they? They're a satanic, left-hand path occultist group, which Mm -hmm. is based in the United Kingdom, Mm -hmm. and associated groups are based in other parts of the world. Claiming to have been established in the 1960s, the Order of Nine Angels rose to public recognition in the early 1980s, attracted attention for its neo-Nazi ideology and activism, describing its approach as traditional Satanism. It's also been identified as exhibiting hermetic and modern pagan elements in its beliefs by academic researchers. What's interesting is the Democrat Party has aligned itself with Satanists like the Order of Nine Angels. Mm-hmm. They've aligned themselves, the Democrat Party, with witches, with pro-Palestinian terrorists, with the LGBT movement, with the marijuana movement. They've aligned themselves with BLM, Occupy Wall Street, Antifa, Big Pharma, Big Tech, the mainstream media, and the CCP and Marxism in general. Satan prefers to go after politicians, according to Father Gabriel Lamorth, because 
They have great power over people. And a demon can use a politician to maximize damage in society. On the internet, all you have to do, there's a group called Satanists and Witches for Biden. Says it all. Mm -hmm. Seems to me like that's Biden's prayer group. Mm -hmm. There was also a group on the internet called Satanists and Witches Against Trump. Ah, I don't know about you. Seems to me that Trump has all the right enemies. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden appointed a Satanist to the White House. I don't know. We've we've talked about this, but we're going to remind but you. It's good to, re- remind, remind, to remind you again. Dimitri Daskalakis, the man tapped by Joe Biden to serve as the administration's new, quote, White House National Monkeypox Response Deputy Coordinator, end quote is accused of being a Satanist after photos of the officials, quote, pentagram, end quote, tattoos, and Church of Satan-themed outfits surfaced online. Photos revealed uh, this Kalakias has pentagram tattoos and frequently wears pentagram-themed clothing items. He also sported the tattoos while professionally representing the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Moreover, Dr. Mm. Dimitri, it's not an easy name, Daskalakis, who is married to a man. Hmm. What they call marriage. Currently serves as a director of the Division of HIV Prevention at the Centers for Disease Control. So you uh, got you got the wolf uh, guarding the hen, hen house. house. Yeah. Yep. A sodomite telling people how not to get uh, monkeypox and yeah, HIV. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. So according to the White House, this is the Deputy National Coordinator for the monkeypox response. The disease primarily affects homosexual men like him. Uh, Biden's gay married monkeypox deputy is a Satanist. He wore a pentagram gear for a magazine cover. It's on the internet. And he runs a demonic-themed fitness center with his <clears throat> husband. <laughs> Finally, Joe Biden gave a speech September uh, 1st in 2022 on protecting American democracy in front of Independence Hall in Philadelphia on Thursday, September 1st, 2022. He raised eyebrows when he condemned uh, MAGA Republicans. That's Make America Great Again Republicans. I don't know what's wrong with that. Hmm. You see, you want to make America great? I, I do. do. I, I what's do. wrong with that term? Wow. I guess uh, Democrats have a problem with that. Yep. Repo- as a threat to democracy and implied they were fascist, fascist and spoke down to his fellow citizens. What was circula- circulating on social media was the quote hellish red background i'll never forget yeah that. remember that it was yeah it was dark yes. it looked like a haunted house yep like something from uh uh mm-hmm. you know the 1960s uh, uh who was that famous uh, uh very that actor that was played all those bella lugosi you know uh, it, 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 yeah, uh, yeah, it was yeah, just, those, yeah it was it was the background was yep he, like hellish yeah that's yeah. right the red and black color in the background symbolized Biden's demonic and divisive speech. The background colors at his speech look like the inside of a satanic temple. You and, know his, that. and his yeah. speech was satanic. <laughs> yes. his, and, yep. his, and his background was, was satanic. It was very hateful. Yeah. You know, talking about the MAGA. Are you kidding? We should be hearing that from international enemies telling us, oh, MAGA, MAGA. Yeah. Not from our fellow Americans. Not from our fellow Americans. Are you kidding? The Democrats always, MAGA, it's like a put down. You're a MAGA. Who doesn't want to make America great? Who make them great again? That goes across the aisles. It should go across the aisles. Right. We're going to be talking about the next segment about 
Father Ripper. Well, we have time in this segment. We'll though. start. Father yeah. Ripper talks about the importance of praying to Our Lady of Sorrows, the, the, the Novena to Our Lady of Sorrows. Here's what he says. He on YouTube there's a there's a one of his lectures. And what's on Novena? Nine days. Nine, day prayer. nine days yeah. of prayer. Father Ripperger talks about generational spirits in one of his lectures. Mm-hmm. I'll give you the synopsis of what he says. He says that Adam and Eve's fall allowed generational spirits to come into the human family. Generational spirits can be passed through the father or mother or children. Children can suffer the temporal effects of the sins of the parents. That's in the Bible, mm-hmm. Exodus 20 and Exodus 32. Demons are master tacticians. They are extraordinarily consistent. All families are dealing with a generational spirit, which lasts about four to five generations. After a nine-day novena to Our Lady of Sorrows, she will give you the grace and reveal to you what is the generational sin in your family. Mm-hmm. So, I would recommend... That as every Catholic should be praying the rosary every day. Yep. And after you do it the rosary, whatever time of the day you want to do, you, you want to do so, you can get these novenas. They're on the internet. It's called CatholicNovenaPrayer.com, Our Lady of Sorrows. Mm-hmm. You can print out the novenas and start for nine days. Start tracking and start praying to Our Lady of Sorrows and ask her what generational spirit is afflicting you and your family. And on the next segment, we'll get a little bit deeper into the theology of what happens when you do this novena. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Father Ripperger, a personal. Yeah, uh, let's let's uh, go. Oh, yeah. Okay. This. You're listening we to are, Jesus nine one one. Yep. By the way, happy happy New Year's. Happy New Year. Right around the corner, I think. What yes. two days? Two days. Uh, two days. We're ready. Happy New Year. We're, We're ready. ready. We're ready to celebrate in prayer. Absolutely. Right. Yes. Holiness. Right yep. Yep. Usher in the New Year's and holiness in yes, prayer. Amazing. Absolutely. We'll be right back. We'll continue talking about praying to Our Lady of Sorrows for nine days. Your beauty and your grace are the bright new dawn. Our Lady of Guadalupe, pray for us. So tenderly you hold Hey, we're back. Back. Happy New Year's. Happy New Year's from the prince and the princess yes. of the king, yeah. Jesus, and Mother Mary. The Queen Mary. Queen Mary. King Jesus and Queen, Queen Mary. Mary. yes. Prince, princess. <laughs> Why? Because we're part of the royal family of God, the Catholic Church. Yeah. And you, prince and, and princess. princess. Absolutely. Yes. Hey, uh, and we're all going to, by the way, in heaven, we're all going to get a crown. Everybody gets a crown yes, in heaven yes. when you get there. So. Let's hope and pray that uh, that we make it. Yep. So we get that crown. Yep. Yep. Now live in a state of grace. That's right. And let me, what I want to mention one thing on the last topic that we we're talking about about oh, the first topic. Yeah. Consecrating, uh, uh, desecrating churches. Uh, our, desecrating our, and consecrating yeah, churches. A radio engineer. Yeah, he wrote yeah. something really. Yeah. Uh, what, what I call uh, my uh, radio engineer, right wing commentary. Right-wing I love commentary. it every time. <laughs> Richard O'Ban, he's always uh, chiming in, and yeah. I love it. Really I love says. it. He says. <laughs> I was at the L.A. Cathedral while tourists were walking through, and I saw the very same thing. Tourists were walking through the sanctuary, and a couple of people were leaning against the altar. Security guards were nearby and did nothing. Pretty much says what Mahoney thought of the sacred altar upon which Christ's sacrifice is offered. (laughs) We can always count on good right-wing <laughs> commentary, commentary from, from Richard O'Bannon, the engineer. Yeah. Engineer, but he is a very learned man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not only holy. He, he's high information. He, yeah, high information, yeah. and he has a law degree. That's right, yeah. 
So we're talking about the praying to nine days to Our Lady of Sorrows. And this uh, it, this is something that Father Ripperger has been teaching the last yes. several years through his Libra Crystal Institute. What else, what else does he say about this? Okay, he says, A nine-day rosary novena to Our Lady of Sorrows is very helpful. Our Lady of Sorrows will reveal any generational sin or spirit that is afflicting the family and their daughter or daughter their, their son. Daughter's yeah. son. Yeah. Ask Our Lady of Sorrows right before you uh, pray the novena to reveal to you what demons or demon is afflicting your family. Pray to Our Lady of Sorrows for nine days so that she can reveal to you any obstacles that are an impediment to a greater outpouring of grace in your home. She can reveal hidden, hidden things you need to know. According to the church's tradition, because Our Lady went through the different sorrows, she married. How many were they? Seven. Seven, right, seven, seven yeah. sorrows. Okay. She had uh, the prophecy of Simeon, uh, flight into Egypt, uh, the loss of Jesus in the temple. Um, uh, Jesus meets Mary meets Jesus on the way. She, uh, stands at the foot of the cross. She receives uh, our our body of our Lord, uh, the, which is what we call the Piata, mm -hmm. right? And then the the burial of our, our Lord seven. in the tomb. There so there they are. Um, so according to the church's tradition, because Our Lady went through different sorrows, she, named, which I named. named right now, she merited different things. One of the things she merited while standing beneath the cross was the ability to reveal hidden things, and she knows them more than anyone else in heaven, except for God. That's a powerful yeah. statement. That yes, yes. Yeah. Mary knows more than anybody saint in heaven, anybody Except for God. Except for God. Wow, that is that's. I and, mean, He's truly given her the, um, the the grace, the divine grace. Yes. I, I, if that's what I, I, I want to be. Correct, yeah, this, this is an infusion of infusion knowledge. Infusion of knowledge. Yeah, right. And where did that happen? It didn't happen at, at the, the foot, foot of, of the, the cross. cross when the blood was squirting on our blessed mother. Yes. That's when and he just was, being there, present, yes, looking at his feet, at his, his five feet, wounds. At yeah. That I just moment, imagine, moms, because she was totally united yes. with her son. God, the Trinity, gave yes. her all the graces now to be able to reveal the sins and thoughts of others. In fact, it's, it's in today's gospel. Yes. Uh, today's gospel at Holy Mass. Uh, yes. Luke chapter 2. It says, uh, uh, every male shall be consecrated in the womb. Uh, um, Friday, Friday, of yeah. gospel according to Luke. Oh, it's in yesterday's gospel. Yeah. It was but anyways. Yeah. But, but yeah, continue. I'll find it. Okay, so it said, Our Lady went through different sorrows. She merited different things. One of the things she merited while standing beneath the cross was the ability to reveal hidden things, mm -hmm. and she knows them more than anyone else in heaven except, except for God. Because of her closeness to Him, she can give graces to reveal the roots to these problems. Since her Immaculate Heart was pierced so that our world, that our world be exposed and or revealed. Yeah. So here's Father Ripperger also says our Lord is revealing that Our Lady is mm -hmm. is the one to go to for secret knowledge. Mm -hmm. In Luke two thirty five in the Dewey Reams Bible it reads this way. Mm -hmm. It says, "And thy own soul a sword shall pierce." That happened in John nineteen. Mm -hmm. That out of many hearts thoughts may be revealed. Mm -hmm. Out of many hearts. Thoughts may be revealed. In the New American Bible, it says it this way. It says, a sword will pierce your heart so that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. 
In other words, mm-hmm. God gave her now the grace mm-hmm. as the mediatrix of all graces yeah. to reveal yeah. to us mm-hmm. the things that we need to know. Okay? Sin in our life. Generational spirit mm-hmm. in our family afflicting us. And Father Ripperger says, what our Lord is revealing through St. Simeon is that if there is something that you need to know that's hidden, you go to her specifically under the title of Our Lady of Sorrows and she will reveal it to you. Mm -hmm. It works like clockwork. You have a son or a daughter Mm -hmm. and you're concerned about them and you think that there's something wrong there. You can ask Our Lady of Sorrows that what are we dealing with? Or even in our own, your own life, it's very helpful to pray to Our Lady of Sorrows to review your own defects because a lot of times the predominant defect is not the one that's the most, the most seen or the most obvious. Our Lady of Sorrows is the one to go to ask for the conversion of those family members by blocking demons. Uh-huh. So when you're trying to get somebody to convert or you're trying to start leading a better life, there's two sides. There's a positive and a negative. Mm-hmm. The negative side is that you've got to get the demons out of their lives so that they don't block the operations of grace and influence the individual. You also have to pray for the grace for them to start leading a moral life. Mm-hmm. But Our Lady, under the title of, of, of sorrows, is the one to go through for those kinds of graces. The yeah, grace and, to block the demon uh, mm-hmm. and the grace of conversion. And I think the, the man of the house, the patriarch, has a lot to do with the healing and doing this novena because he has the authority in the home to find out what is going on with my child and what is going on with my wife what is going on with me you know the husband so it's uh the that that he has such an important role we can't i know we're always talking about this but we're not going to stop because there's some of you that have just heard, turned your, uh, turned on the radio and for the first time you're listening to us. So that's why we repeat things. Yeah, back for this is coming out in my re-edited uh, p- book, Lord, uh, Prepare My Hands for Battle, this whole section here. Yes. Because for next year and for the rest of my life, I'm going to be preaching this all over the country to men on how men can start protecting their families and their kids from the diabolical. It starts with a nine-day novena to Our Lady of Sorrows. Uh-huh. And then I'm going to go through other things that I've added to the new prayer book that's coming yeah. out. It's coming, coming out. out. We don't year. have it on the. I know some of you have emailed and asked. It just got sent. Yeah, have, have asked about it, and you know it's been on hiatus because Jesse has been working on oh, it. Oh yeah. And we are changing publishers also, so, so that's another factor. But and stay it, tuned for yeah. it and keep checking oh, yeah. our website, yeah. and you're going to love it. Oh. You think you love the one that you have now? Just wait. Yeah, this is you're this gonna is love two point You're going to love it. Two point yeah. yeah. So. uh yeah. yeah. So what, what Dan Snyder, he also has something to add here. Yes, he does. He says, um, in the case of habitual lust, there is a psychological obsession which has opened the door to a spiritual oppression. Once the door is open to the soul's interiority, the demon will be attracted in some symbiotic way to the wounded inter- interiority and now manipulate the person through a barrage of images and emotions. Mm. Often, however, lust and the carnal sins are the most evident, but are not necessarily the most operant. In other words, producing the effects. Something seemingly unrelated to the carnal vice may may be at work. Thus, we have found it also helpful to do a nine-day novena to Our Lady of Sorrows, asking her to reveal any sins, vices, or generational spirits that may be plaguing a person or family line. 
Often we focus on beating on lust or anger, like the whack-a-mole game, to a little effect because a much deeper vice vice is not at root. Is at root. Is at root. The anger, lust, etc., are just the manifestation of something more firmly embedded in the familial line. Once that spirit is identified, the person or persons can begin uh, militating against the spirit and the surface. Carnal spirits begin to lose their strength. You may try that as well. You can also do a general confession, going back as far as you can, as far as you can remember, so as to root out any unconfessed mortal sins and identify for yourself the root cause or wound which keeps feeding the demon of lust. An experienced confessor should be able to coach him through how to make this type of confession. Yeah, and also uh, I'm adding to my new book the fact that if men are dealing with these real carnal sins and they're very acute, get a bloody picture of Jesus mm-hmm. and start doing uh, the rosary every day. And you have to do it at least 90 days straight because 90 days changes a habit. It's called the 2190 yeah. rule. 21 days changes uh, a practice 90 days, it becomes habituated. Pray the rosary in the presence, the, Our Lady, the, the sorrowful mysteries only for 90 days, looking at a bloody corpus of Jesus, focusing on the five wounds of Jesus, and you'll see you're going you're gonna to completely purify your intellect and your, and your mind and your imagination, and you're going to break, you're going to snap your faculties back into order, and you're going to be able to... Uh, to break that, to break that, that habit, that habit yes. and liberate yourself from that, from yes. that vice right. through right. this habitual 90 yes. days, Our Lady of Sorrows, gazing upon the bloody corpus of Christ mm-hmm. and doing, doing yes. a nine day uh, novena to Our Lady of Sorrows. Yeah. This, this is my, this is the new technique I'm going to be teaching in 2024 mm-hmm. for men across the country. Because yeah. this is the biggest question that we get. Mm-hmm. Men. Because men are the patriarchs. The devil knows, I know how I'm going to attack this guy, six and nine commandment. Mm-hmm. I'll take him out. I'll wipe out the whole family. Yep. And so right. this is going to be my my focus for the, this year. Yes. And, and I'm so excited about the book. And and uh, we'll... 2.0. Yeah, 2.0. And uh, we'll cover it when we, we oh, have yeah. it out. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, it'll be on our website, yeah. com. So keep on looking for it. Yeah. And um, this is a, the gift we can give you for 2024. That's right. Is to... To live in a state of grace. Yep, and, and help and, you. It's really yeah, a book of spiritual direction. direction. Yeah, and we are at it really the end is. of our show. The end of 2023 going into 2024. That's Woohoo! Right, yeah. Lord, yeah. Come, come to my assistance. Lord, Lord, make haste to help, help me. Happy New Year, family. Happy New Year. We love you. See you next year. Happy octave of Christmas. Yes, yeah. yes. See you next time. And remember, pray America great, great again. again. Yes. Go MAGA!